you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life, welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. Hey there, welcome to episode 111. Before I get started, I just wanted to say that if any of you are subscribed to the podcast through Facebook, Facebook announced that on June 3rd, they will no longer be supporting podcasts on their platform. So I highly suggest if you get notifications to listen to the podcast through Facebook, you find another podcast platform to listen from. That can be Apple Podcasts, that can be Spotify, it can be so many others. Um, there is an entire list, about 13 places that you can go, subscribe, get notifications, listed on my Heidi Diller website. The link will be in the show notes so that you can choose how you get your notifications. All right, so here we are, 111. Today I'm talking about empaths and HSPs, otherwise known as highly sensitive people. And is there a difference? So if you have any sort of interest in psychology in this new age, then you have probably come across the term empath. Empath is the word used to describe someone who has empathy or is naturally able to read and take on feelings of other people. And that's where empaths get in trouble, where they take on the feelings of other people. It can lead to all kinds of interesting things such as people-pleasing codependent relationships. So many people use the term empath and introvert and even highly sensitive and introvert interchangeably, though they may not necessarily be the same thing. Empaths do tend to be introverted or inwardly focused. Mainly this is due to feeling overwhelmed with sensitivity to the feelings of other people and needing to detach from that as a way to regulate their own nervous system. Now, another popular term, HSP, again, that stands for highly sensitive person. This is often, but not always, relating to be, is related to being empathic or able to easily pick up on and absorb the feelings and needs of other people. But many books have been written um, for the last uh, decade, or actually the last 20 years around HSP, that HSP, and an empathic person, you can be both, you can be one, or you can be the other. And there's a scale of empathic people and there's a scale of highly sensitive. And just like there's a scale of autism, that somewhere on that scale you might fit in one of these categories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Highly sensitive people tend to have their sensories and their whole sensory dial turned way up most of the time. If you're someone who reacts unfavorable to really loud noises, bright lights, crowds, and stimulation, like a tag rubbing against your skin, like the slightest tag rubbing against your skin, or it's it's like a certain fabric on your skin drives you like your sensory overload just from that, whereas someone else, they were not going to be bothered by it at all. So HSPs also have an extremely deep connection to nature and animals. Most empathic and or highly sensitive people tend to walk around feeling overwhelmed by all that they take in with their senses at any given moment. They deeply connect with the emotional reactions of other people, and they are highly tuned in to body language, volume, inflection, vocal tone, and other nonverbals, to the point that socializing and or emotionally charged situations can feel completely overwhelming and almost threatening to them at times. Empaths and HSPs often feel like a horse of a different color, and they may sense that other people lack patience with them or aren't able to offer the type of calm comfort that they require to feel safe and at ease. I am highly attuned to this. I am an empath and a sensitive, and I was much, I would say, right, I can't really say I'm not um, anymore. I was much more sensitive to these things as a child, and then in my late 20s, in early 30s, I, I, I taught myself, <laughs> like forced myself to be an extroverted introvert, to be that in situations, it was almost like creating another, um, like, a, like a work person I could be, right? So I was different at work than I was different at home. I could, I could be around people. I could interact with people and that doesn't mean that I did not get overstimulated. I would find ways within my workday to bounce that off. Like, I'm going to take a break and I'd go for a walk. I'd get outside immediately because nature tends to calm me more than anything. Anyway, empaths and highly sensitive peoples, they, um, they desire real-life solutions to help them fit in better and to try to feel understood and most of all, have their privacy and their sensitive nature respected and appreciated. And when they don't feel this way, they become very withdrawn and isolated from others. Now, are you someone like this? Whether you think of yourself as an empath or a highly sensitive person or both, you'll likely be in need of coping skills because without them, you tend to always react the same way and coping skills help you realize that when you're in a certain situation how to get out of it how to bring down that sensory overload how to 
regulate your dysregulated nervous system. So now I'd like to talk about some self-care for both empaths and highly sensitive people. As an empathic person, have you ever been called an old soul? Indeed, the extra intuitive gift that you naturally possess can make you wise beyond your years, but it can also leave you with a world-weary constitution and sagging spirits at times. More than other people, empaths and highly sensitive people have a need to replenish their depleted energy or calm their ruffled nerves. It's difficult for these naturally sensitive folks to ever fully feel relaxed and turn down the signals of the stimulation that they're constantly picking up from other people who might need their help or support. It's okay to want to be responsive to other people's problems. However, self-care is extremely important to empathic people you can become easily overwhelmed and wrung out on sensory and emotional overload from others. So let's discuss some helpful tips on how to ease your vexed nervous system as either an HSP or an empath. One thing I've always loved to do is to take magnesium baths. Mineral deficiency is tied to an overactive nervous system. One way to calm your reactive nature is by replenishing lost electrolytes, which are minerals. Magnesium is one such mineral that easily absorbs through the skin. So Epsom salt baths deliver a soothing magnesium soak that provides a good night's rest and a more optimistic tomorrow. I can't tell you how many nights a week I take an Epsom salt bath. And the second I start to pour the crystals in and I see them dissolve, just that action, I know that I'm going to feel better after the bath. That action already starts my nervous system dropping in a way. Another self-care tip is to try to calm the stomach, the digestive system. Did you know that the vagus nerve connects the brain to the stomach? And it's theorized that when one is agitated, the other follows by way of this nerve. So ease digestion and lessen sensitivity by taking probiotics. You could drink bone broth if you're not a vegan or vegetarian. And you can avoid spicy foods several hours before bedtime. I know for myself as a sensitive, I can't, I love spicy food, but I can't handle it too much or too often. Because what it does, it sets off a heat reaction in my body. And because I'm a sensitive and I take things on in my body, and I understand this now, after years and years and years of being a sensitive, that I can't have certain spicy foods. Now, there are a different, there's a difference between heating spice and warming spice. I can absolutely do warming spice like ginger, cinnamon, cloves. But you throw jalapeno, cayenne, chilies, yeah, anything like that, woo! I'm gonna rash out in like minutes. <laughs> Another wonderful self care practice for empaths and HSPs is practicing yoga. Yoga is one of the best ways to reset the nervous system, and it's a gentle form of stretching exercise that you can do at home whenever it's convenient. Stretch the muscles, regulate your breath, 
and increase blood flow to various parts of your body. All of these will greatly reduce anxious feelings and tone down your sensitive nature by relieving stress. Now add meditation to that or learning mindfulness. I do a meditation and stretching in the morning and also a meditation right after dinner or right before dinner actually, usually more than after dinner, um, to really drop myself, my nervous system down and one is to prepare me for the day. The other is to prepare me for sleep. One other wonderful way to drop the agitation in your nervous system is to get a massage. I am a massage therapist, um, as well as all of the other things that you know I am. And it's, it's one of the things that my body reacts to the most. I understand how certain things are trapped in certain areas of the body. My massage therapist and I work together. So I am a massage therapist and I have a massage therapist that I go to. And we work on certain parts of the body that I now understand after years of understanding my health and how my nervous system works, um, where I have stuck points, where either old emotion um, still needs some healing physically to, to move out of the nervous system. And that's a place that then I focus on. So getting a professional massage every now and then, massage is one of the most relaxing and cleansing things you can do for your body. You know, don't be surprised if after a really good deep massage, your nervous nature as an empath is completely abated or abated considerably. Another great self-care routine and a way to drop the stimulation out of your nervous system is to actually pound the pavement. Working out, running is a high impact exercise that can help an empath ease anxious feelings, get a good night's rest and look and feel better. Even just a half hour of light jogging a day makes a huge difference. Now, if you can't run because of physical ailment or whatever else, do whatever you can to move parts of your body. Right, dedicate time to move parts of your body, whether that's swimming and then add resistance fins so that you get a, a big workout with that. You know, there's so many different things you can do. Just walk. Like today, I got out, I took the dog for a three mile walk. It was awesome. I wasn't going to, and then I was like, no, 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 you need to. You've been on the computer too much today. Get out too much air, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm also a Libra, I'm doing too much air, and then I'm taking in the air of the internet, and Mercury retrograde right now, so yeah, I got out and like did a hard walk with a dog, and I feel awesome now. I can't even imagine how I would feel if I recorded this before I went for my walk. So these are just a few ways that you can help your unregulated nervous system calm down and regulate so that you can start to heal other aspects of your life. As a sensitive soul myself, I've done so much work to help calm my own nervous system, to be able to heal my people pleasing from years ago, my anxiety, and feeling that I don't belong. I now help other people do this, right? I help other people calm their nervous system, stop the overwhelm, release their trauma. I love this work. 
that I do as an emotional and heart-based coach. I love providing a safe container for others to start their healing journey and get their nervous system into a state they can see and feel things clearly, confidently, and calmly to heal. That's how I help people to heal their story. That's how I want to be able to help you heal your story. That's how I've helped myself heal my story. So you can find many resources to work with me listed in the show notes. I'll also, again, drop in the link to my website so that you can choose a podcast platform to subscribe to to get notifications. Because again, if you listen on Facebook, Facebook is stopping sharing podcasts on June 3rd. So thanks so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love and healing. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Dallaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.